the iCrush Barbecue Show. I'm your host, Dave Delgado. And in this episode, I chat with Isaac and Ashley Arellano of Pit Forks and Smoke Rings Barbecue in Slayton, Texas. They're celebrating their two-year anniversary on Saturday, August 17th. And they have a big raffle benefiting the Weekend Snack Sack Program in Slayton. That's an organization that provides weekend food for kiddos. Great organization. You can find them on Facebook. In our interview, we talk about how they've built this business with the help of their family and their community. Uh, There are so many touching examples of small town bond and a barbecue family coming together. Uh, We also talk about a visit from Daniel Vaughn, uh, making Texas Monthly's Best Bites of 2018. Uh, This is Southern hospitality at its best. I hope you enjoy this episode. This is Pit Forks and Smoke Rings Barbecue. So we'll just jump right in, man. Welcome to the show. I have uh, Isaac and Ashley Arellano from Pit Forks and Smoke Rings out in Slayton, Texas. What's up? What's going on, man? How are you, Abe? Good, man. It's good to finally chat with you. Uh, I know we chat all the time on uh, on Instagram and, you know, I check out your stories. You check out mine. So um, yeah, dude, this, this whole West Texas thing. I love it, man. I'm, you know, I'm from the area. I grew up in Abilene and uh, went to school at Texas Tech in Lubbock. So um, I got that love for you guys out there, man. But, uh, yeah, I've had Rahino on. I've had um, Embers on. And I was like, it's time to get these guys on. So welcome to the show, brother. Hey, man. It's a pleasure, man. It's a pleasure. Thank you for uh, thank you for having us, man. I know we've been trying to get, get together for a minute, man. But, hey, today's the day, right? <laughs> Heck, yeah, brother. Heck, yeah. So, um, yeah, man, let's just jump right in. So this is another power couple in barbecue. You and Ashley started this started this barbecue business. Um, how long ago? Uh, August seventeenth will be our official like uh, start off date, which uh-huh. is coming. You know, we got a two year anniversary coming in, and so uh, I guess we can say it was you know come, going on two years, like going public with it. Oh yeah, y'all have this big giveaway coming up too, right? Yeah, we got a massive giveaway going on, and still some more stuff coming, man. So we're still uh, trying to figure out where the hell we're going to put all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, dude, you, you need to send me out your Venmo or, or PayPal or post it up so us folks from out here in California can buy some of those tickets. Also, I'm down to get I'm down to get all those goodies. Awesome, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, man. We'll uh, we'll get that to you after the show and everything, man. And uh, definitely, man, it'll be awesome, dude. That they, man, we've got everybody pitching in, man. We've got some local businesses around here, uh, as in, uh, who, man, who all do we got in there? We got the Slayton Bakery. They're the ones that provide all of our bread product and our uh, our banana pudding, the the famous banana banana pudding here in Slayton, which is coming from mm-hmm. Slayton Bakery. So it's uh, our buddy Chad Wilson. I went to school with him. And his mom and dad and that whole family's been running that business for a hundred years at least. Yeah, a hundred years. Going on a hundred years they've been Dang. running that. Dang. So hey man, it's only right, you know, hey, we gotta keep it local. You know, they provide everything fresh and everything. And uh yeah, man, that's that's pretty much they're they're one of the uh they're one of the donators. Uh we've got uh Abby Mays threw in some stuff, Audacious, uh Podies, who else uh, Zavala's uh, Tyler's up in Amarillo, uh, Amber's has, uh, 
Aaron, I still got to get Aaron on that one, man. He still still got to get with him at Rojino. Uh But yeah, man, we've uh, there's who else is in there? We've got uh, Justin Martin Construction. Yeah, JM Custom Homes. This is another local guy here in Slayton that builds custom homes and went to school with him. He's our number one RID fan. So yeah, okay. he, uh, he's donating a bunch of stuff. Uh, our, our beer guys, the you know, Lone Star and all them, they're actually uh, Miller which is the Plains Distributing here in, in Lubbock area. They're donating a bunch of stuff, man, to give away. And uh, we're actually working on getting Shinerbuck down here to do promotion during our uh, anniversary on uh, August 17th. We're going to do a night run, a barbecue night run, and have a little live music and kind of get everybody together and have a good time, man. Have a bar- uh, barbecue, kind of like a backyard deal, man. Get everybody together and make it happen. That's awesome, man. We got a we got a we got a I Chris barbecue sticker in too uh, in there too. <laughs> Heck yeah! <laughs> I need to send you more. Um, I'm I'm on the verge of uh, of printing some shirts and uh, and um, you know getting some hats and stuff like that done. But uh, yeah, um, maybe for your maybe for your number three. Hey man, that's cool. Hey, anytime, yeah. dude. Uh, man, we're <laughs> actually getting some screen prints. Uh, I guess what what we call it. Uh, concepts you know some stuff in the works too so we're working on that our my mother-in-law Janie, she's the one that print uh, makes all our shirts the vinyl stuff right now so oh nice uh, working on that but yeah they've our, uh my in-laws uh ashley's mom and dad they're from abernathy ashley's an abernathy person right here so <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, well that kind of leads me to to the next question is where are you guys from i guess ashley's from abernathy where are you is that where where did you grow up? I grew up here in Slayton, Texas, man. Uh, 37 years, going on 38. Nice. Uh, the, uh, the shop that we're out of, uh, my dad bought it back in 1981. January 1st of 1981, he bought it. And he cashed everything in, bro, and said, hey, I'm going to make it. And he had a bunch of doubters and naysayers, you know. And it was a little old gas station, a little service shop, two-bay shop, little mechanic shop, man. And he cashed it all in and. 37 years later, it's still open. That shop has never shut its doors. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. My dad got into, you know, he did He did his time. He did his uh, mechanic time, turned wrenches, busted knuckles and everything, supported his family, put a roof over our head, food on our back and everything. You know, you know the story, you know what? what oh, yeah. You know, El Jefe is supposed to do, you know, man of the house. That's so, it, man. So he did that and uh, he got to the point where we went to San Antonio. And we took a little vacation down there, and uh, they ended up in San Antonio's notorious about the little, you know, burrito stops or taco shops, you know, as they call it down there, and they call them tacos and all that. They saw a little gas station that was converted into a little taco shop, man, and it's the exact same replica that he has here, that he had here in Slayton, man. And uh, you know, my mom just kind of got this wild idea, you know what? I don't want to turn wrenches no more. Let's let's uh, let's start making breakfast burritos. So they did, and I think they ran that going on 25 maybe 25 26 years Jeez. everything was house made tortillas were homemade uh chile everything uh they kind of kept it like a tex-mex uh breakfast you know traditional mexican style breakfast you know but they just rolled it up in a burrito man and man they got they got well known for it wow and so i come along i was uh i was working for the railroad and all that good stuff and uh did you know traveled everywhere i was you know texas oklahoma nebraska uh, new mexico uh colorado and all that stuff and uh 
ended up uh, ended up finding a little bit of love, man. Found a little love right here. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, me and Ashley, we met, and I followed her to Florida, and we lived in Fort Lauderdale, and we uh, had a good time. You know, we was young, doing doing young things and everything over there, and then finally we got got to the point where we I came down to visit my mom and dad on the Thanksgiving. And uh, man, he finally said, "You know what? Hey, I'm gonna. I'm to the point where I just want to kick back, you know, and just depend on nothing but burritos and what the shop's gonna be there. And if you wanted me, well, you can, you can have it. Man, so you know, I think it's time to get off the road and come back to home, you know. So we came back, and that was back in '08. Oh yeah, '08. We moved back, and uh, man, we." Been at the shop since I started turning wrenches in 09, January 1st of, two, of 2009. Matter of fact, I took over the official date and just kind of through all that, man, it turned into a Friday deal where, you know, you, you treat yourself, you know, hey, you know what, let's go to the market, buy some meat, let's let's have a cookout. So mm-hmm. we started cooking and uh, never did do the smoking stuff, you know, hardcore until one day I was watching uh the chingon over there, old Franklin's, you know, you know, the, the <laughs> oh, you know, hey, the, the pharaoh of everybody, uh, of the, of the new, the new edition, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, watched some videos on that and was sitting here and it was, uh, during the wintertime and, uh, kind of looking at the wood he was using and I looked behind me and I just got a load of firewood in for our, our patio here at the house. And I was like, man, I need some oak. And I kind of looked back. I was like, damn, I got oak right there. So uh, my, my father-in-law, he had uh, he gave me this little uh, this little smoker, man, and this little 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 one brisket uh, hitter quitter. So mm-hmm. I went ahead and decided to break it in. And next thing I know, I'll go and buy a brisket. And shit, the first one came out good. And uh, it, I was impressed. Okay, so maybe I can I can go with this. So. Since then, man, I'm going to United, our supermarket here, and every Friday buying a brisket or two and trying it out, staying up all weekend long, trying to get it right, you know, working on my temp. And then finally, uh, I had a buddy of mine. He was, uh, I played in a little cover band back in the day, man. And uh, our bass player was like a cooking competition guy. So he was from Rankin, Texas. His name's Brian Hill. And so he invited me. He's like, hey, I got this competition coming up in, uh, at Texas Tech, the Red Raider meet one. I was like, so you need a hand? He was like, yeah, man, I was going to ask you. So I was like, all right, yeah, I'll do it. Went over there, didn't know what the hell I was doing, man. So I just kind of did the, I was the second hand guy. And so we go up there and we do uh, do about four briskets. And I that fourth one was an extra one that I took just to set it up there and take it home kind of deal, you know, eat on it. And uh, all three of them briskets that we worked on, you know, like babysat and everything, they, they didn't turn out too good, though. <laughs> out of 65 teams, we came out like 33rd in brisket. But during that competition, uh, like I said, that extra one, we kind of went to cutting in it. And I, I was like, hey, what do you think of this one? He's like, man, let's just use that one. So this one looks good, feels good. I was like, all right. So that was the one that we kind of left alone, you know, did a little babysitting, but not as heavy as the comp ones. And, man, it, mm-hmm. it kind of got us up there. So I was like, all right. And at that one, uh, that competition, man, Mo Kaysen was there. Uh, who else was there? Uh, Tuffy Stone, he was there. So Damn. I don't know if we'll win that bad boy. So, but we did it, <laughs> man. And uh, 
uh, caught the bug really heavy after that. You know, just got determined. I was like, man, I know I can make this one. I know I can make it pop. So that following weekend, there I go again. Started buying uh, more briskets and staying up all night here in the backyard and inviting some friends over and, you know, uh, ended up making another, building another competition team called Los Primos Smoking. I had my cousin from down down the street, uh, Eric, him and a dude named John Frederick and our the guy that built our pit, Stuart Sheffy. He, mm-hmm. uh, we decided, the, you know, hey, the birthday uh, boy, the birthday boy, you mean? Hey, the birthday boy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, he, uh, we got together. So you know what? After many, many beers and uh, a bunch of a bunch of talking, we were like, you know what? Let's uh, let's get a competition team going. So we did it, and we entered like one team or one one cop. Was it? Yeah. yeah, we did one competition and got rained out. Got rained out, <laughs> and uh, it was here in Slayton, as a matter of fact. So uh, it got rained out, and uh, we said, you know what? They called it, and about six in the morning, and we were still going. Our pits never did die; they just kept going. So I said, you know what, South Scale, we're we're here. Let's just keep going. All right. So we stay. We we toughed it out, man. Uh, we were the last people there. <laughs> Everybody done went home. There was nobody there. <laughs> so we toughed it out, man, and everything came out good. So after that, man, I decided to buckle down, and that's when all the the top 50 stuff came out that we had known about and uh, read it. And I was like, dang, that's badass. You know, I'd like to see that. So mm-hmm. decided that a little bit of a little bit of a little little fire got lit under me, man, and it's like, you know what? What if I can do this? So, again, a couple of briskets every weekend, bought another smoker, bigger one, got a hell of a deal on it, and uh, started working with that. And so, next thing you know, man, we... Well, what was the time frame? I know you said you, I guess you took over the shop in 2009 and then um, started doing a little cooking. When was the time that you caught the bug and you, you went to the first competition? Oh man, that first comp was in 2000, what were we in 2019 now? I think it was 2015. Maybe. 2015, 2014, maybe, somewhere around there. Okay. 2016 when I actually, you know, hey, let's 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 see what I can do. Let's mm-hmm. let's get serious about it. My wife, Ashley, she was behind me one hundred percent and she was like, Hey, you do you. I'm I'm we're in this together. I said, I got yeah. you. We took a stab at it, and we started out in August of 2017. Man, I was a nervous wreck, dude. I didn't want to. I was like, man, what if they don't like it? I'm not going to sell it. I'm not going to do this because we were just doing straight brisket, man. Nothing, no size, no nothing, just a meat by itself, bite by the pound, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so my cousin uh, Jason, he came down and he said, no, nah, man, we we got this. Just you know, chill out. Don't worry about it. We got it. So he brought a he brought us a a bottle of Maker's Mark. He said, like, here, take a shot. You got it. So <laughs> took a shot, and there we go. And next thing you know, Pit Forks opened up in August 17th, 2018. So, oh, wow. You know, well, no, it was 2017. 2017. Yeah, 2017. Okay. And here we are, because we're coming up on two years now. So, But it doesn't seem like two years. <laughs> That's the only problem of it. And, uh, yeah, so that... that- 2017 is i guess the same year that 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 top 50 came out that uh the passport and that magazine so it's just shortly after that that you decided to take the plunge huh 
Yeah, yeah, man. It started to get serious. And at the same time, I was still running the mechanic shop too, man, kind of doing it on the weekends, the the barbecue stuff. And then, you know, like a year in, it started converting over to where you're only doing mechanic work half-time and barbecue full-time. Mm-hmm. So we kind of ran with it. And uh, we got to reading all the Texas Monthly stuff. And uh, I told Ashley, I was like, man, I said, I got a goal now. She's like, what's your goal? I said, if we're going to do this, man. I said, uh, read the stuff that Daniel Vaughn put out. First thing I said, I said, I'm going to get him here. I said, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to try to get him here. And shit, I mean, sorry, man. <laughs> Lo and behold, he showed up. Hell yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> Shook the man's hand, had a conversation with him. And I was like, okay. And then as soon as he left, Ashley, she was, she, first thing she told me, he's like, well, Goal number one's down. You got him here. What's next? I said top fifty. So let's keep going. <laughs> but it's it's you know that's that's just the goal and the passion, man. You know the passion was you know we love cooking. I, I enjoyed it. You know it's a time that you could gather around. You know you you get to forget about all the outside you know bad stuff and you know all the all the stress and the drama that you had. You know you know day to day life stuff, man. You get that one opportunity. You get to sit in the around the smoker and cook some meat. You're focused on that. Had a few beers and, you know, everybody came over and did not talk about any other problems. They came around to talk about, you know, hey, we're homeboys. And, you know, remember back in the day we used to, oh, heck, heck yeah, man, I remember all that. You know, that's that's what barbecue is, man. It brings everybody down to a level to where you're supposed to be, you know. You know, everybody's got stress. Everybody's got, you know, issues going on, man. And barbecue is that time where you just forget about everything and you enjoy the food for what it is, man. You enjoy the craft, you know, the passion of it. And that's what gets a lot of people together. And that's how you see this new barbecue era coming in, man, where, hey, man, it was time for something like this to happen. And guess what? It's happening, bro. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Congratulations on all of that, man. That's, you know, that's one thing I admire about uh, all of you folks, you know, and, and there's a lot, a common theme, you know, common thread between a lot of folks in the barbecue industry, especially folks that are, that are married or, or that, you know, they have a significant other um, that supports them 110%, because I tell you what, that's, it's not easy, and I know the I know that these ladies have to be, or gentlemen, you know, have to be, you know, really committed, you know, at allowing <laughs> the right. allowing you guys to do this because man, the hours are hard. It's hot. It's cold. It's you know, there's a, there's a lot of factors there. So yeah, man, congratulations to you guys and in, in your success so far. Can you kind of walk us through that day that? Uh, Daniel came in and and uh, visited you guys. Sure, uh, I'll let Ashley take that one. She's the one that <laughs> that gave me the heads up on it, man. So I'll, I'll pass it over to her, man. She can give yeah. her give me the lowdown on that, man. Yeah, yeah Ashley, did did you know who he was right off the bat? Well, I did. I well, so <laughs> sorry, we're trying to speed around. Isaac, yeah, Isaac's going to get another beer, I guess. Hi. Oh, geez. I'm gonna take a swig of you. I don't want to do it. Like I knew who he was, um, and when he, I knew that he was in the area because he had gone to Klimke's Barbecue here in Slayton the day before. Yeah, right. After City Games, it. Yeah, and um, so I knew he was kind of in our area, but I didn't really have a clue if he was. I like really didn't think that he was gonna stop by at all. I mean, we're just this little place that serves barbecue <laughs> yeah. but the 
when he pulled up, I recognized him and got to talk to him for a little bit. And that's when I was still working at the school and I would come over on my lunch hour and help out and then go back to school and all that. And so when he pulled up, I told Isaac, I'm like, Hey, (laughs) no pressure, but Daniel Vaughn's here. (laughs) So, but yeah, he was really, really cool and kind of put you at ease a little bit. You know, you get real nervous about people coming in and stuff like that, but he was super nice and put us at ease and we got to talk to him for a little while. And so he was really nice. I liked him a lot. And do you remember what he ordered? He got brisket and ribs and turkey, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he got was brisket, ribs, and turkey. And sausage. And sausage. Mm-hmm. He got our mac and cheese. Well, he got, well, we only do three sides, but he got all three of them mac and cheese and the beans and our potato salad. Nice. What was his, uh, and he he wrote a little article on you guys. What what did uh, what all did he say? Uh, he, he pretty much uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> he pretty much mentioned like all the uh, like the the ribs. You know, he was he he was making a big rant, rant about the ribs and stuff, man. And uh, he uh, said everything was good. You know, it's you know really good barbecue. He said, man, it, he, he was pretty impressed with it, man. Yeah, you know, but uh, you know, his his she started ranting about the ribs, and then he had wrote an article about it about the you know West Texas area coming up. I think it was the uh, good barbecue in the Great Plains or in the Llano Estacado area. So well, he did the review first, and then we got uh, best bites in Texas yeah, for our pork ribs. Yeah, the spare ribs got the best bites of 2018. I was like, hey, all right, <laughs> but nice. Uh, yeah, Which his ribs were not good to begin with, so it's kind of oh, funny. We always yeah. make fun of him for that because he could screw up some ribs pretty good. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. We uh, we were doing, you know, the straight competition style stuff, the uh, brown sugar, honey butter, and all that three two one method and all that good stuff, man. And uh, man, I just wasn't just wasn't feeling it, and they they weren't good. So finally, I said, you know what? I mean, let me just change it up. Let me just try, try this different seasoning and. Uh, so went back to the old, the old school style. You know, let's just keep it simple. Salt and pepper. I need some color. Let me go buy some paprika. Paprika didn't make the budget at the time, man. So looked in the, uh, the spice cabinet, and what did I have? I had I need some red. So had some red chili powder. I was like, well, let's mix it up, see where this goes. And we ended up getting 2018 best barbecue bites for, for that. <laughs> I was like, oh, nah. all right. <laughs> so, That's you know, awesome. But yeah, man, uh, that that was that was a crazy deal, man. It really was, and yeah. uh, we're uh, we're kind of keeping it keeping it simple, man. You know, yeah. brisket, ribs, turkey, pork, pulled pork, sausage. You know, and on the uh, on Fridays and Saturdays we bring out the beef ribs. So, and we're open uh, Thursday through Saturday, uh, eleven a.m. until it's sold out. And what what are your three sides again? Beans, potato salad, and brisket mac and cheese. And the potato salad, we make our own sweet pickles to go in that. It was my mom and my grandma's recipe. And I make it just a little bit different than what they do. My dad laughs and says it's lazy potato salad because I don't peel my potatoes. But (laughs) (laughs) And then the brisket mac and cheese, we do homemade mac and cheese and put brisket in it, breadcrumbs, throw it on the smoker for a little while. And then the beans are just pinto beans and 
a little bit of seasoning, some rotel, and we're pretty simple. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> nothing technical about it. <laughs> yeah, and, and um, did you guys have any type of uh, kitchen or culinary background before you started this business? Uh, not at all. <laughs> yeah. It's just pretty much what we what we've seen our parents, our moms and dads, and mm -hmm. mom, you know, kind of watching how they used to throw down, and you know. You know, that was back in the Mexican house. There was always a, a Hispanic house. There was, when you get home from school, there was always, you know, some carne picada and yep. some fresh things there and maybe some corn or some green beans. And man, there you go, make a meal. Whatever. So, <laughs> That's funny you, funny you say that. My mom was here for a couple of weeks and oh, I would wow. come home from work and there's some picadillo and there's some fideo and there's, I'm like, yeah. man, I miss, I miss all of that. <laughs> That's, that, that was our, uh, Making me hungry. Yeah, that was our <laughs> <laughs> that was our uh, after school, you know, meal. You know, you get home yeah. from school. There it is. You're like, okay. And there was always chili on the table. So, yeah. Uh, no, we uh, Ashley, what what, what background did, did you have? Uh, I didn't have any background. Like, I couldn't even boil an egg. Like, I could make a sandwich, and that was about the extent of it. Fry yeah, make a fried bologna sandwich. Um, no, I did hair and I taught cosmetology here in Slayton for three years. Um, so I had no, neither one of us had any experience at all doing like cooking or anything like that. We just would see what our moms would do and the parents would do and okay, well, I'm going to try this and try that and that's kind of where everything came from is just our parents and this is how they do this. Well, maybe if I try doing it this way, it might be a little bit different or maybe it'll be worse or <laughs> so. Yeah. A lot of people get into this business and, and do it that way, you know, trial and error as well. You just, yeah. if, if you have the, if you have the passion and the heart and the hard work and, and you hold yourself accountable, you know, that's a huge part of it. Right. And, uh, yeah, so so is that a traditional offset smoker that you have? What size? Let's talk about your pit. And yeah. I and I get and I guess your pit progression. We went from uh, uh, that one that I that I bought after this little one. I still have. I still have that first one I have that my uh, my father in law gave to me. Uh, still have that one. It's our mm -hmm. backyard little thing and never turns on anymore. So <laughs> uh, after that, that I bought another one, just a little homemade one there from Lubbock. And I said I caught it cheap and I kind of really did cut my teeth on that one just to you know get everything get start figuring out all my temps and i think that was a uh a 250 if i'm correct mm -hmm. and it was traditional offset you know you know firebox had a big lid on top kind of converted over to an actual grill and all that good stuff you know it, it was badass i kind of wish i still had it but it i sold it to a friend of mine down the road and he still has it i don't know if he uses it or not but it's still there uh after that uh my next pit it was on a trailer. It's a, uh, I believe it's a 300 gallon uh, uh, diesel tank off a uh, locomotive, and wow. that's the one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the one that I actually started with to go when we started. You know, when we started pit forks, that was the I can say the the very first one, the beginning stages of pit forks. The story so, behind that one's kind of neat. Yeah, uh, the story is uh, when I was doing the mechanic shop, we were fixing flats and all that good stuff. There's a tire shop as well, so. Uh, this uh, old cowboy, his name is Charlie Hensler. You know, he was an old mechanics and stuff, man. But he's, you know, he's a he's a, he's an old school cat that uh that loved barbecue. You know, he was a passionate guy too about it and played in a band, all good stuff. Me and him had a lot in common, you know, through music and all that. And uh, uh, he started seeing that I was uh, cooking stuff, so 
he come over there and dropped that trailer off, man. This thing was, you know, rough. All that good, that all that everything, you know, it wasn't a 500 gallon propane tank, you know, in your basic traditional style. And so I was like, well, you know what? You know, that's the ugliest pit I've ever seen. But anyway, he was fixing to sell it. <laughs> he, had some, he had some new tires he wanted to take off and put some old tires. So I had some old tires in the back. I was like, yeah, Charlie, I'll put that on there for you. And he goes, well, I'll leave it here all day. So maybe you might want to buy it. I say, yeah, all right. <laughs> so <laughs> he left it there all day, man. And uh, I think he just kind of forgot about it for a minute until I called him and, uh, uh, at the time, I had Los Primos cook team going. Uh, we all, all four of us, all the homeboys, man. And I was like, hey, man, y'all want a team cooker? This, here's this one right here. And, you know, we are like, eh. Everybody was was cool about it. And so, you know, everybody at the time, everybody got families, you know. You can't just up and drop some money on something like that. So, at the time, I was like, you know what? He wanted a – I think I paid 600 bucks for it, man. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Charlie come back. He's like – you know what, the more this thing sat here, the longer it sat here, the more and more it, like, caught my attention. You know, it was traditional. It was an offset style, but it was just on a, on a gas tank. So, so Charlie's plan worked. He was a godsend, put it that way. You know, yeah. You know, he, he, uh, it worked. So I finally asked him, you know, hey, man, I don't have the, you know, what, what do you want for this? He's like, man, I'll take 600 for you. And I was like, okay. Well, I don't have it. And I said, but, uh, at the time, I didn't. So first thing I asked him was like, Charlie, if I buy this, man, you think I can take it for a test drive this weekend? He said, oh, hell yeah, take it home. <laughs> take, check it out. Burn it. Okay. So I did. And, man, I fired off and bought four briskets that day. I was big time. <laughs> so we got four briskets and tried it out, man. And she never went back to Charlie. She stayed here. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, we st- the backstory of that pit man is uh the the pit originally belonged to a guy named uh wayne perkins and down the road from where pit forks is my dad's service station which is now pit forks uh just uh, east of that across the main road on the same side of the highway uh was this play ca- place called uh, perkins record service and he built little traditional offset pits and everything sold them to the public and he would, uh, every Friday, he would do a barbecue lunch there. And that was back, man, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s. When I remember, it was in the 80s when I used to go over there with my dad. And every Friday, we'd go eat barbecue, man. And so, come to find out, the pit that I bought off of Charlie, man, uh, Wayne Perkins' dad, or, or son, sorry, his son pulled up. And he come and look at that pit. And he said, hey, where'd you get this pit? And I said, bought it off of Charlie, man. He said, man, that's daddy's old pit. It's like, really? Uh, like, yeah. He said, man, I ain't seen this thing since my daddy died. I was like, you know what? I said, that's badass, dude. And uh, he goes, yeah, that daddy built that pit. He said, there's a many a briskets cooked on that thing. I said, well, damn, it's home. And he's like, yep, you brought it on. I was like, cool. So that's where that first pit, the black Man, middle. God, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, and then back in the 70s, man, and early 80s, my grandpa would sell barbecue where you know where we're at now at pit forks mm-hmm. uh he'd come over there he had a big old i think it was a 300 gallon you know sitting a uh, round tank and my my dad and all my uncles they had bought it for got it for him for father's day and he would go over there on the saturdays and you know park next to the mechanic shop and uh he would sell barbecue and he did really good and then just age got to him and so he kind of kind of moved on and so uh 
there's a lot of barbecue history on that that one little piece that we're at, dude, our shop and included, and up to now. And then right down the road, you know, Perkins uh, Record Service was an actual barbecue place, man. So it's it's real amazing how it's actually came together. And then now, you know, we got we got Clinky's right down the road. Uh, uh, back in the was it back in the day? There was a place called Big L's Barbecue, man. We used to eat there all the time back in the day. Just a little old traditional style. One of the little small Morgan buildings do like a one person deal. He converted that into a little kitchen and one smoker and bam, he went to town. So there's actually a lot of barbecue history here in, in old Slayton, Texas, man. That's pretty awesome, man. So you got you not only have the barbecue background or or history, but you have that whole entrepreneurial spirit from your dad opening this shop and going all in on it. So you're kind of continuing that now and, and combining those two things. It's, that's pretty awesome, man. It, it's yeah, it's almost like you were meant to do this. Evidently, right? <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, we uh, man, this is one of the things that my dad always, you know, he would always, you know, drill it in my head when I was little. Was hey. If you're going to do it, do it. So, you know, don't half-ass it. You know, mm-hmm. don't, you know, do it. You know, you can do whatever you want. He goes, and he supported me 100%. And first thing he told me is, you know, don't, don't ever give up. You know, so I couldn't do it. I couldn't give up, man, because, you know, watching my dad go through, go through all that and raising us and making all that, making that income from that one little spot there. And that was pretty much, that's, that was home for me. Uh, mm-hmm. Because, you know, whenever he bought the spot in 81, I was born in November 81. And so my playpen was actually inside that shop, man. So <laughs> that's awesome. I've been there my whole life, man. So it's home, man. You know, you know, if you go anywhere, you know, I can come back to home, home where we live now and go to that shop. It's just like being at home, man. And the people that are there, the you know, all the, all the old school cats I was raised around, man, because they're all my dad's friends, man. You know, you see them, you know, back in the day when they were, you know, in their prime, they shut the doors on a Friday night and they sit there drinking a little beer and stuff, you know, playing card games and throwing dice and they'd fire the grill up, man. So, you know, you always had that crazy, uh, the, the crazy, your, your dad's friend, but you called him your deal, you know, yeah, deal, you know yeah. one that always yeah. burned everything on the grill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You always had a bunch of Theos and Theos around for sure. Exactly. You know, but that one guy would always burn everything on the grill. You know, and <laughs> then got a little history. Okay, don't do this. So, but, yeah. Why yeah, would they know. always let that guy cook? How did, that's <laughs> what I don't understand. <laughs> you don't know what the choice, man. Oh, I got it. I got it. I, <laughs> Just go get the meat. I'll be right back. Okay. Don't yeah. let him. <laughs> yeah. No, man, that's that's that is true. Why would they let him cook? <laughs> you don't have that nickname like hey fail, fail's cooking. Oh, they had no. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> another thing, yeah. Those you know, my dad always had you know, they always had nicknames for everybody, all their friends. That's yeah. the most yeah, man. They you know, you hear you hear the stories and to this day, man, you know you know their uh, you know their full name, but you can't call them by that, you know, you just yeah. you just on there, man. So that's kind of the era that I grew up with yeah. and all the guys that I was raised around, man. So I kind of picked up all the old school mentalities and all that stuff, man, which was cool, man, because man, the stories that are at that shop, man, they're endless, man. Like I said, I can tell you a bunch of stories, man, but <laughs> everything always revolved around, you know, some type of barbecue, man. Everybody yeah. would, there's always something going on. <laughs> and so that's kind of how you, that's kind of how we want to make it feel. And we actually just just make it feel that way because that's 
that's home to us, man. So when people come in and eat at Pit Forks, dude, it's kind of like coming in, into our backyard and just be like, hey, South Kid, there's there's some food right there. You know, help yourself. But well, this time we charge. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, man, everybody, everybody's there. Everybody's important to us, man. And nobody's going to go over there and, and not go hungry. You know, if, if they go hungry, man, hey, man, that's, that's y'all's fault, man. But there's plenty of food. To, to a certain point now we it's blown up on us so we're working on getting another pit working on our thousand so uh so we can stay open longer heck yeah so right now you're on a 500 gallon yes sir yeah but yeah we're on a 500 gallon propane tank right now uh that story and i can tell you man, i can tell you some stories me and uh my buddy Stuart Stuart chefy man he's like man he, he was a big you know he was part of the los primos cook team and me and him kind of decided hey you want to you want to build this? He said, no, I want to build this, man. I was like, cool. All right. So uh, I had one of the farmers there. You know, one of the old school cats was there. They were playing dominoes and cars there at the shop. You know, they just do that just to pass time, man. I mean, there we got we got four guys that go over there and they actually have a key to the place and they just sit there and just play cards and dominoes because they need something to do. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one of them, one of the farmers is like, you need a propane tank? He's like, yeah. I said, man, I got one. So he drove me out to the property just outside of Slayton, man. And there was that 500 gallon that we have now. And I was like, how much you want? And he's like, ah, just take it. Okay. <laughs> okay. No problem. So we got it home. Uh, me and Stuart actually, I was on a Sunday. I was like, hey, man, you want to go get this tank? Yeah, let's go. So our dumbasses went up there with a, a tow strap or a ratchet strap, uh, two pipes and a spare tire and a trailer. And we was like, oh, we can get this thing on the trailer. No, hell no, man. It turned into it turned into an adventure, man. And uh, <laughs> so we're sitting there loading this thing up, and it falls off the trailer twice on us. So we're sitting there loading this thing up, and that second time we're, we're almost there, having to you know maneuver this thing, this big old five hundred gallon propane tank that we thought we can pick up, and now we ain't picking that up. We finally get it to the point. All right, it's fixing to go on, and then here comes the sandstorm, man. In the middle of this cotton field, no leaves on the branches or nothing on the stems. It's just fresh dirt. Uh, and so it blows on us. <laughs> and Stuart's no more than five feet away from me, and I couldn't even see him. So I'm sitting there yelling at him, Stuart, you there? He's like, yeah. I said, hold on, brother. Don't it, don't let it fall off. So we're both holding. <laughs> Stunting the sand gets done blowing. We finally you're like, all right, man, this, this thing's getting on there. So we... He grabs that strap, and I'm behind it. He, I push, he pulls, man, and the the actual toe strap, like, burned the crap out of Stuart's hands, man, and we finally got it on there, and I had busted fingers and everything, and I had brought a 12-pack of Shiner Buck and put it in there on ice. I was like, well, we'll have a beer after we get this thing loaded. So as soon as that thing hit the trailer and landed, Stuart jumps on top of it. He said, hand me a damn beer. watching this thunderstorm like you know maybe a mile from us just dropping rain except for we just got the dirt we didn't get the rain so we're sitting there watching it this big old lightning storm Stuart sitting on this propane tank and i'm sitting on the on the trailer and we're just down in this 12 pack of shiner buck you're like hey we earned this 12 pack you know they're right he's like oh hell yeah (laughs) man yeah man that makes that makes you love that pit so that much more, huh? I'm sure. <laughs> the story behind it, man, just to get it home, to get it to what it is now, man. And oh man, Stuart, we we let it sit, you know, soak for about two weeks, soak in water, you know, and uh, took it to Stuart and uh, a friend of ours, uh, Tim Glover. It was his shop that we built it at. 
he goes over there and at 6.30 on a Friday afternoon and we load it up, we, we hook it onto the trailer and we take off to Tim Glover's shop, 6.30 Friday night and by 10 o'clock Sunday night, it was on the trailer, finished on the way home so we could fire it up. Damn. Two days. Yeah. And it was uh, it was a year ago today. It's a a Stuart's ago. birthday whenever we finally wow. got it home. Dang. That's us. Yeah. It was donated. Uh, all the handles and horseshoes and stoppers and all that stuff was donated from a friend of ours, Justin Martin. Yeah. He's like, hey, he's he, he cowboy too. He's like, hey, baby, here's them horseshoes, baby. Take these, baby. Put them on that. Pit, baby. I'll give you some barbecue. So I was like, right, bro. So then, uh, yeah, the horseshoes are donated. Uh, the, everything. The, the everything, man. The only thing we bought was the expanded metal and the uh, the framing for the expanded metal. Mm-hmm. Everything else donated from everybody that was here man that had you know they're here local everybody was supportive of it they're like nah man we just we just take some barbecue all right so our first pit was pretty much a community build damn near and Stuart, you know i owe that man a lot so he, yeah. you know, he, he busted his ass to get that bad boy going and he did and he did very well uh no blueprint he was just like hey I think I'm. I think this will work right here. You know, he, he got it figured out, and so we went with it, and it got us in Texas monthly. It got all of our customers coming in. It got everything, man. So yeah, damn good job. You know? Hell yeah, man. Well, that's man, that's an incredible story. Yeah, it hopefully is. one of these days I'll make it down there and, and get to. Uh, is it? Does it got a name? We call it Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. Mac. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't scared you. You know, <laughs> if you, you know the stand up, and you, you can figure out what the finishing is. <laughs> but, well, I'm, I love comedy, man. I love stand up. I, you know, me and my cousin Jason, you know, El Primo, you know, we, uh, we, man, that's all we do is movie quotes and, you yeah. know, stupid shit. <laughs> so you got some milk and cookies with that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bernie Mac. Man, that's awesome, man. Really cool story. And uh, um, what type of wood are you burning in, in old burn? Uh, we're doing oak, man. We're doing all, all oak. Uh, that's mm-hmm. what we see with, and that's what we're going with. And uh, it's working out, man. Uh, we Our seasonings, keep it simple. You know, the salt and pepper, let it roll. Then yeah. it's, all, it's all low and slow, you know, just take your time with it, man. Then you ain't got to rush it, you know. Yeah. You know, it's, you got to cook with love, man. If you love it, man, hey, cook with love. So, you know, that's that's the best recipe, I think. You know? Yeah, absolutely. You can taste the passion through the food. Oh, yeah. um, I, you know, I, I've always said that. You know, I remember uh, having conversations with my buddy Brett from uh, Brett's Backyards Barbecue. He's he's a good friend of mine. And, uh, and yeah, we talk about that all the time. He said he was from Brownfield, didn't he? Said something like that. Yeah, yeah, he, that guy's from a lot of different places. We worked together in uh, in Round Rock for uh, for a while in the corporate world, uh, and uh, yeah, he used to sit down the road from me, and 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 that's how we got to know each other real well. But uh, but yeah, man, he he puts all he's got into his, and uh, you know, similar to you guys, and it's just uh, it's working out for him too, man. He's doing really well. So uh, his setup is is magnificent, dude. It's it's awesome, man. That everything yeah. is put. I've never tried it, uh, but man, we're when when we get a chance, we're gonna head down there. That's one of our first stop, first spots. Yeah. Or but man, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm really super excited to see him getting down like that. Man, he's 
he, he's doing awesome, man. Uh, yeah. Like everybody around here, you know, everybody down south, everybody, you know, the whole state of Texas is actually getting down and putting something out and putting Texas back on the map, dude, which. Yeah. And, stand, but we're going to make it stand out a little bit more. You know? Well, in the communities. The communities, man. Yeah. Everybody comes through It's there. not a competition right? at all. It's all like you end up being family you know everybody is just so nice and so welcoming and so happy to help you with anything that you need and you know there's never a, a, a chance that you don't feel like well hey i have a question i can i call this person and maybe they won't tell me anything no like it's such a good community to be in the barbecue community and yeah. everybody's willing to help and it's, it's just amazing yeah, I, I love that whole, especially out in West Texas. I mean, the whole, you know, the whole pit story puts it all into perspective of, you know, this guy's helping you out. This guy's giving you a tank. This guy's giving you some hardware. This other guy's help, you know, helping you weld it at his shop. I mean, it's that's what it's all about. And it's, you know, especially in these small towns in West Texas or, or all over Texas, really. It, that that's what I love about this whole thing. And that's why I have this show is to tell these stories and, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. It's um, a community. It, it has blown me away at how awesome and nice and wonderful people are just even people we've never even met that we've only met through like Instagram or Facebook or whatever, but they're so willing to help you with anything. And, you know, we've never met you in person, but you're so willing to to chat with us and talk with us and, you know, whatever it may be. But the people in the barbecue community, no matter where they are, it's just it's a really nice feeling to feel like you've got someone's got your back somewhere, you know? Oh, yeah. I love it. And what where did uh, Pit Forks and Smoke Rings come from? Where did the name come from? <laughs> well, we had gone to Houston to go see Isaac's cousin, Jason, and they had just tried to figure out names and figure out names. And so, uh, we had a, a case of beer. Uh, we went okay, to all right. The real story is we sat in, we sat in Houston at uh, Jason and Tara's backyard and we said, all right, Primo, what's the name? So we got a, a brand new bottle of Maker's Mark and a fresh uh, 30 pack of that. At the time, it was uh, what was it, Coors Light? Coors Light, probably. And we went through two bottles of Maker's and two uh, two 30 packs of Coors Light. And then we, we had this whole list of names. Yeah, we still have our <laughs> notebook that has our list yeah. of names. Yeah, in. we still have it. And uh, Pit Forks came up and how about smoke rings? Hell yeah. So Pit Forks and smoke rings. So it literally came from. Alcohol. We initially decided <laughs> to try and get a food truck. Yeah, I, that was that's another story we can tell you. But man. then, like, we realized, hey, we have a building that we own that has a kitchen and has everything that we need, you know. Mm -hmm. And we're like, why would we buy a food truck when we have everything yeah. that we need? Here? So, uh, the first time we ever did anything, Jason was the one that came down to help yeah. us cook and and all that. But yeah, well, next time you. Next time you guys brainstorm on something, shoot me an invite, man. I, it sounds like you guys have a really good time <laughs> when oh, y'all are brainstorming. Yeah, man. Uh, what are you doing August 17th? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually going to be in Texas on August 17th, but uh, um, I'm going in for work, and I actually have uh, – I'm going over to Robert Lerma's. They're having a, a big uh, – 
big barbecue over there. So young comes late. <laughs> <laughs> I should get up early and head out and see you guys out there in the morning, but uh, uh, it's a, that's a long drive. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, so one one question I like to ask before I wrap things up is. Can you tell me or tell us something about you that most people don't know? Hey, your mic's in your hand. You want to drop it? <laughs> <laughs> well, when we first started doing barbecue, um, I don't. I think some people realize this, but not a lot of people do. Um, I was still doing hair, and I taught, and then I'd come and help do barbecue. So I would go to school and work at seven o'clock in the morning and on my lunch hour, come and help serve barbecue. And then after school, I'd go do hair and then I'd come back to the shop and help do barbecue. And it went on like that for a good year, year. I guess. But yeah, I was really busy for a good while. (laughs) That's some hard work right there. What about Isaac? What about Isaac? Did it, was he ever a ballerina or anything like that? Do you ever hear badass drummer if you oh yeah <laughs> yeah i played in uh i played in a bunch of bands dude uh a friend of ours a bunch of local guys here man kids uh dudes i grew up with uh bobby barrera and uh jj munoz sam poor and uh jaeger and we had a band called phylon back in the day and i was the drummer and we got to the point where we were fixing to do a tour and i ended up getting hired on with the railroad at the time and so that's where i kind of i guess i kind of screwed that deal up but uh we uh that's awesome though man uh and then carried on doing when we moved back to moved back from florida and ended up back here in texas and slayton uh another friend of ours james urias he uh he had a band called hunter proof revolution and uh i asked if i wanted to fill in i was like yeah sure no problem and next thing you know i had a full-time gig with this band and opened up for a bunch of big names like texas hippie coalition punk jack uh wow yeah uh yeah, we were the curtain jerker on them, man. Dole we just, Bramhall. Uh, yeah, Dole Bramhall the second. Uh, that was my last gig I played with James. Uh, at that time, it was a band called 3M. There was only a three-piece. We called it 3M because there was three Mexicans. So uh, <laughs> this, uh, this uh, bar owner named uh, Tonto at Bucas, God rest his man, so he, uh, he passed away. Uh, but he's the one that actually uh, gave the band the name because at the time I wasn't the drummer, but they said, hey, we need a band name. He he looked. At, he took a big old shot of. Uh, I think he was drinking. I don't know what he was drinking, but he took a shot and he looked at them. He said, "3 M." He said, "Why 3 M?" He said, three Mexicans." <laughs> yeah, we're all Mexicans. That'll work. Exactly. So that's how 3 M got started, man. And I came in and uh, uh, filled in for a drummer. And next thing you know, uh, I ended up being the full time drummer. And we all we did was cover cover tunes, man. You know, eighties, seventies, and you know, all rock and roll. Yeah, that's pretty much my story. I don't, uh, that's awesome, closet, man. I was a drummer, I guess you can call it, man. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of musicians in barbecue, man. So, hey, man, well, I, I really appreciate your time. Thank you very, very much for, uh, you know, like like you said, it, it's been a long time coming, and I've been a big fan. So I, I can't wait to get out there and visit you guys in person. Oh, um, yeah, man. definitely. Yeah, and uh, so – where can people find you on social media and uh, and then physically also your address and uh, and uh, and your hours as well all right uh pit forks is open uh thursday through thursday through saturday 11 a.m mm-hmm. till we sell out 
Uh, we are in Slayton, Texas, at eighteen oh eight U.S. Highway eighty four. We are right off the right off the highway, right on right 84. off eighty four. Okay, cool. I mean, I mean, you've got access on both sides of the highway to get on and get off as quick as you can. Cool. I mean, uh, are are we can they can get us on our social media? Uh, uh, we Instagram, have Facebook, and Twitter, all at Pit Forks. Pit Forks and Smoke Rings Barbecue or yeah. Pit Forks Barbecue. Yeah, Pit yep. Forks Barbecue. Twitter are both, or Facebook and Instagram are both the Pit Forks underscore Smoke Rings Barbecue. Smoke Rings underscore Barbecue. Okay, cool. Well, we'll post we'll post it all up on uh, on Instagram also, and uh, and whenever we post it on the uh, on uh, on Podbean and all the podcast apps, we'll we'll make sure and post your your contact information as well. Uh, <laughs> So I wish you the very best. Congratulations on two years coming up. Um, yeah, I hope, I hope we get a lot of entries there. And uh, yeah, shoot me over, kind of um, shoot me over uh, a way to buy tickets from out here so we can spread the word. Will do. All Definitely. right. We uh, uh, like I said, uh, anytime um, if any if anybody wants to come down, man, just come down. Hey, we. Uh, most time you probably won't see me. You'll see Ashley most time. Uh, her and her mom they work the counter. They take your orders. And but, unless uh, Isaac cut his finger. Uh, yeah, unless I, unless I cut me. my finger, you know, you know <laughs> that happens. You know, and that, I get I get to slice meat. Yeah, and... So you'll you'll you probably won't see her for next week or so, man. But uh, no, come see us. Uh, we'll uh, you you uh, you come to the shop, man. You know, hey, we welcome you with open arms. Uh, we we'll even buy you a beer or two. Uh, we give away free beer, but uh, no, you uh, come down, join us. Uh, we got a lot of stories. We we'll we just like to get to know everybody. Just you know, sit down. It's a barbecue, y'all. It's not. It's 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 nothing crazy. It's just good food and good company, man. Good stories all around. And Hell yeah, man. When you get a chance, Abe, come on down, man. And uh, it don't have to be on our open hours, man. You can just come down and hang out. And that that's an invitation to you and everybody else. And by the way, you're the first one that we did a podcast with, man. So congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Well, you know, I'm always looking for that, uh, you know, that diamond in the rough. And you guys are definitely, you guys are definitely that. You're in a small town and you're, you're uh, you know, you're yeah. successful. You know, we have kind of similar backgrounds with our families and whatnot. So, yeah, man, I'm a big I'm a big fan of you guys, and I wish you the very best, man. And I I hope to see y'all before the before the year's over. I hope to see you guys in person. Hey, likewise, man. Likewise, we appreciate it, man. Thank you so much, and uh, to you, man. Cheers, brother. <laughs> Cheers, brother. Y'all take care. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Later. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the iCrush Barbecue Show. Remember, if you like our show, please subscribe. Give us a five-star rating and share with your friends. You can always find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at iCrushBBQShow. Or email us at iCrushBBQShow at gmail.com. Don't forget to tag us with your pics. We'd love to see what you're crushing. Until next time, keep crushing that cube.